So I want you to think about something this morning. When you got ready, you probably got a shower. You probably brushed your teeth, turned on the water, and it was right there. Maybe you had a glass of water with your breakfast. You filled up that Yeti, right? But what if you went to turn on the shower or turn on the sink and you had no water? Nothing at all. You went to flush the toilet? Nothing. Today, October 19th, is Imagine a Day Without Water. Joining us with more on this, we welcome Christy Horowski. She is the director at the Value of Water campaign. Good morning, Christy. How are you? Good morning, Rob. I'm well. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. So what is Imagine a Day Without Water? How how does this work? Absolutely. Imagine a Day Without Water is a national day of action that brings us together to celebrate the value of water and to acknowledge that it is absolutely essential to our daily lives, to public safety, to a healthy environment, and to a thriving economy. Um, Water is not just a resource. It is a lifeline. But so often, it is taken for granted. And you already acknowledge, you know, consider for a moment what happens if you wake up and can't take a shower. Or the example that I really like to use, what if you go to your local coffee shop and they cannot serve you coffee because they had no water to brew Mm. with? So these are somewhat lighthearted examples, but elevated awareness around the true value of water um, is key to understanding that it's not free, that it takes people and working infrastructure to deliver it equitably across the country and to your tap. Is this really a a critical issue now and here in the United States or here in North Carolina? Yeah, it absolutely is. And for two reasons that I'd love to chat about for a moment, first and foremost, For more than 2 million Americans, people in this country, living a day without water is a harsh reality. It is not just something to be imagined. And communities of color and low-income communities, those that have been historically marginalized, are the most likely to have inadequate indoor plumbing or access to safe drinking water. Um, So that's, that's really the top reason. But also, water is a need of investment more than ever. Just in the past year, across the country, dozens of communities have had devastating impacts to their water systems as the result of severe weather, severe weather events like uh, stormwater flooding and droughts and ice storms, and even here in New Orleans where I am, saltwater intrusion coming up the Mississippi River. Um, They've also had impacts from aging and failing water systems. And the cost of repairing and replacing those systems is significant. Uh, And there's a huge gap between the cost of providing clean water and the funding available to do so. That gap is about $81 billion and growing, and that's making water unaffordable for more and more people. Yeah, I I feel like lately I have been seeing it like in the national news or hearing about it, like like you said, down in New Orleans and other places here in the United States. Like when, when people say, oh, you know, places that don't have running water, people probably think about third world countries, but they don't realize there are some areas, there are some communities here in the U.S. uh, that have that situation, that problem. What is being done, or is there anything being done at the federal level or the regional level, a state level, to to try to fix these problems? Yes, happily, there has been some significant federal investment in water infrastructure in the past couple of years. In fact, about $50 billion um, was included in the bipartisan infrastructure law for water projects across the country over the course of the next five years. And those are projects that are, for example, replacing lead service lines to be 
people's homes, uh, replacing or repairing uh, water mains that in many communities are over 100 years old. So these are projects that really will have a big impact on the communities that they serve. And um, it's a great start to closing that funding gap, but and pardon the pun, but it, it is a drop in the bucket. So it is incumbent upon all of us at the federal level, but also regional, state, community, and even individuals to continue to advocate for water investment. Yeah, that, that leads me to my next question. What, what can we do? What can I do? What can our listeners do uh, to, to help raise awareness of this? Yes, please share with your network, share with your friends and family about Imagine a Day Without Water. You can use the tag Imagine a Day Without Water to join the national conversation on social media. Um, but also take a beat today, take a moment and ask yourself, where does my clean water come from? And visit your local water utilities website. Odds are good that they are participating in this day in some way, shape, or form. But there's also information on there probably about how you can get involved in your community and what some of your local water challenges and solutions are. Um, And last but not least, be an advocate. Reach out to your elected officials and support water solutions, support water funding where you live. You mentioned the hashtag, Imagine a Day Without Water. Where else can we get more information? Yes, we have a dedicated website. It's imagineadaywithoutwater.org. There is a lot of great information on there, including some of the data and statistics we talked about um, and examples of how you as an individual can get involved in valuing our most precious resource, water. It's absolutely something we we take for granted. A lot of us take for granted. Uh, And this is a day to just kind of help everyone take a step back and realize you know, if, if you have running water every single day and you it's not even a second thought, you're, you're one of the lucky ones. Uh, Christy Horowski, uh, director at the Value of Water campaign, thank you so much for joining us here on the WPTF Morning Show. Thank you for having me.